You're about to listen to another inspiring word from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. For more information and interaction with House on the Rock, please visit our website on hotr.org.uk. Somebody shout amen. amen. Blessed be God. So let's rise up for the reading of God's word. We're reading only one verse. It's the book of 2 Corinthians in chapter 5. Verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Woo! Hallelujah. Some of you should know this verse of heart. You should be able to just recite it so easily. But I'll read it to you. Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. Woo! Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. New creature, new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. This is a miracle. This is the wonder of salvation. This is not behavior modification. This is not conformity to religious dogma. This is life transformation. Something new that never existed before was birthed in the moment of your acceptance and belief in Christ Jesus. Somebody go ahead and give God the praise right now. But, but, but the challenge is that it is so sublime that you might wonder whether anything has really taken place. Because when you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, your complexion did not change. How am I talking to anybody? Yeah. You didn't get taller, you didn't get shorter, you didn't get fatter. Nothing seemed to change on the external. And so you could be deceived to think that nothing has really happened. But do not be deceived. I came to tell somebody this Sunday morning, nothing is the same. In the instant that you accepted Jesus, you were translated from one kingdom into a totally different and new kingdom. You were fundamentally changed as the innermost part of your being. You immediately became a king and a priest. You who knew no righteousness became the righteousness of God. You who were covered in sin now stand totally pure in that instant you became a totally new creation I came this Sunday morning to let you know you are not the same help me tell your neighbor you are not the same ah, and if you believe me what I'm saying tell somebody else I am not the same I'm changed I'm not the same Mighty Father, help me this morning. Speak through me like only you can. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come, O oh God. Let your counsel stand. Let revelation flow freely in this house, unhindered by any demonic force or power. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the people shouted aloud, Amen. Amen. As you take your seat, tell your neighbor once again, you are not the same, neither am I. You are not the same, neither am I. Hallelujah. Whew. You are not the only one that is not the same. 
things also are not the same. Uh, just like you're becoming something totally new, a new creation, a new being, might not be apparent on the external visage, it does not mean that something has not taken place. So also, when I say things have not changed, or things are not the same rather, it might seem as if nothing has changed. It might seem as if everything is the same. Uh, it might not be apparent that things are not the same, uh, you see, because change is always, uh, if it's going to be permanent, uh, if it's going to be truly transformative, uh, is always initiated in the unseen realm. So that the things that we see are made of the things that we do not see. So the spiritual unseen realm gives birth to the physical seen realm. So sometimes if I am waiting on seeing the physical to confirm that a change has taken place, I could miss out on the change because the change first and foremost must take place in the unseen realm, in the supernatural natural realm, in the spiritual realm. Uh, so when I tell you that things are not the same, I'm not necessarily talking about what you're seeing in the natural. I'm talking about what I have seen in the spirit. Oh yes. Uh, for those that are spiritually discerning, uh, you can see what others might not yet see. And you announce it before it emerges, before it becomes apparent. So Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 9 says, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. I've come to church this Sunday morning with my prophetic gab and anointing to tell you of what is about to happen, what is already happening, what has already happened that you have not seen yet. I'm speaking from the spiritual realm. Uh, it's not the same. Things have changed. It's no longer business as usual. Somebody shout amen. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The way maker is in the house this Sunday morning. He says, Shall you not know it? Help me ask your neighbor, Shall you not know it? Uh, this means that it is possible for everything to have changed. But if you are not spiritually discerning, you might miss out on it. I came to tell you that there is a shift. I've been prophesying it and declaring it probably for multiple years now. I kept on telling you there's a shift, that God is moving things, that the shaking is for a shift. And we've been seeing shift after shift after shift. But God is still saying the same word. I'm repeating it again. There is a shift. You are about to shift from earning to receiving. You are about to shift from works to grace. 
Who am I talking to this Sunday morning? You are about to shift from labor to favor. You are about to shift from pain to gain. You are about to shift from human effort to heavenly assistance. You are about to shift from fear to faith. You are about to shift from self-dependence to God's sufficiency. Somebody shout amen. There is a shift from legality into the abundant liberty of grace from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. There is a shift. God is about to shift you from lack into plenty, from confusion into direction, from not enough into more than enough. If it's you I'm talking to, you believe what I'm saying? Come and show yeah. There is a shift. Something has shifted in the atmosphere. I know you're looking at me and saying, but, but everything looks the same. What are you talking about, Pastor? I'm speaking from the spirit realm. The atmosphere has changed. There is a shift. It's a new day, a new anointing, a new grace. It's not the same. Can you deputize for me this Sunday morning and tell your neighbor it's not the same? It's not the same. It's not the same. There is a shift. Uh, Pastor Abby didn't have any form of preview of my message, but I was a little bit uncomfortable as she started to pick elements of my message uh, to introduce me this Sunday morning. I said, what's up with this girl? Why do you have to be so spiritual? Uh, but it is all right. It's only a confirmation of what God is doing and what God is saying. Uh, I need to convince you. I need to remind you of certain things. So I'm going to take you through a journey, a journey that God took us through in the month of October because some significant things happened in this month of October. God was shifting us. God was positioning us. God was molding us. God was shaping us. The month started as it would normally start in October with us having our speaking to the new month prayers. And I made a declaration. I said it is our month of unveiling the new you, divine revelation, that the new you was going to emerge. And we started that month like we would at the communion table. I preached a message. Do you know whose you are? And God started to cause us to see who he is. He wanted us to understand his personality. Because those that know their God, they shall be strong. And they shall do what? Do exploits. So we start to see the essentiality of knowing God. And you'll be surprised how many believers are walking around without the true accurate knowledge of God and his character. Hence Paul prayed that you might receive the spirit of revelation and knowledge in the knowledge of who? Of him. The first thing he wanted you to grasp is to know who God is, to understand his character. And unfortunately, we've been presented with the wrong God, an angry God, a God looking to judge and to kill. And as a result of that kind of picture, of God, you only receive certain things because it's the God that you perceive, that you receive. So we need to change our mind and correct our thinking and let you know in the same 2 Corinthians in chapter 5 and verse 17 and 18 downwards that God
God has already expended his justice upon Christ on the cross. So even if he was ever the angry God, he's no longer the angry God. He's the loving God. He's the abundant God. He's the dependable God. He's the reliable God. Somebody praise God under the sound of my voice. He wanted you, to, 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 wanted us to understand his personality because this is the foundation from where we rise. That if we see God clearly, then we can start to see ourselves clearly. For it is in the light of God that we are able to see who we really are. It was when Simon saw that Jesus was the Christ, that Christ could turn around and tell him, you are not Simon, you are Peter. Hey! It is in the light of God that we see who we are, that we got, grasp a revelation of who God has made us. Whose are you? We've got to know who you are. You've got to know who you are, whose you are, who owns you, who's your daddy, who's got your back. He's the God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask, think, or imagine. That's your God. Can somebody praise God under the sound of my voice? Hallelujah. And then he, he moved us forward. In the second Sunday of the month, I, I came in here with a word dropped in my spirit from heaven. It was, you are not your coat. Anybody remember that? Another message you need to hear over and again. Go to YouTube and listen to it over and again. It was revelatory. As God started to teach us, cause us to see that whatever coats we wear, they don't define define us. Your coat doesn't define you and your coat cannot confine you. Hey, Jesus help me. Ah, we talked about the coats that the world puts on us and the coats that we ourselves wear that have become our definition and our limitation. And God doesn't want you defined by your coat. As beautiful as Joseph's coat of many colors was, God was intent that no, 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 I, I don't need you over touch this coat. I need you to realize that there's a spiritual coat that no one can take away from you that is more important than any other physical coat that man put. Is anybody hearing me this Sunday morning? So God orchestrates events to separate us from our coats so that we will come back to the essence of who we really are, of the true coat that God has given us. I know you like to define yourself by your achievement. Gentlemen, I'm the CEO, I'm the COO, I'm the chief operating officer are here. I am the director. I am a project manager. You define yourself by what you do, but what you do is not who you are. And so God sometimes will separate you from your competence to get you to see who you really are, that you are not your coat. Uh, haven't you seen the athlete that gets an injury such that he can no longer perform his task, and all of a sudden he goes into dep depression. He goes into depression because he defined his whole being by his competence. Uh, so what should you define yourself by? Can I tell you my greatest title? Can I tell you my greatest definition? I'll tell you I am a child of God. Hey! I'm a child of God. Ah, that's better than any coat. That's better than any definition. That's better than any title because that you cannot take away from me. 
Put me in a pit, I'm still a child of God. Put me in the fire, I'm still a child of God. Put me in, in, amongst the enemies, I'm still a child of God. I know it might not sound fancy, it might not feel sexy to say my title is child of God, but there is no better title than child of God. Do I have any children of God under the sound of my voice in this house? Come on, show yeah! I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God. That we learned uh, that we are the children of God and we are not defined by our coat. Uh, we were reeling from the power of that service uh, and the efficacy of the word. Little did we know that the following Sunday uh, we were going to have uh, our metropolitan and senior pastor come and visit us. Uh, pastor Paul himself. Uh, and what a visitation it was. It wasn't about the word which was great and excellent. It was about the spiritual impartation of the new Paul and the Pharisee, if you like. He said it himself, that you're encountering the new me. And he told us, you will get there. No matter what you're going through right now, you will get there. London Lighthouse, you will get there. No looking back. God's got you. If he said it, he will bring it to pass. How illuminating, how liberating. It felt like an impartation service. It felt like an ordination service. It felt like a release service. Am I talking to anybody? Did you feel it too? Did you discern it too? Did you know what was happening? Happening. Well, I tell you now that God is doing a new thing. It's not the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, he told us we are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. Oh my goodness. I was talking to somebody somewhere in between the week. Just after we, we had the service on, you are not your coat. And the person was telling me that, Pastor, I'm not sure I can receive any other word right now. I'm just, I'm just full. That message is just getting me thinking. Every single day, I can't just thinking about coats and uh, not my coat and what coats I get to wear and all of that. Of course, by the time Pastor Paul finished, we all said, yeah, we can take more, we can take more, <laughs> we can take more. And then, last week Sunday, the Honorable Bishop T.D., well, he's of the same lineage, Bishop Wayne Malcolm, was in the house on Pastor's Appreciation Service. You see, sometimes, let me take a sidestep and talk to you. Sometimes things are happening, and you're taking them as just normal. It's just another service. It's just another great message. It's not a, just another wonderful worship session. You've got to so used to it uh, that you are missing out uh, on what is really taking place. Uh, and sometimes Satan is using that to try to block you. Uh, he, he tries to bring offense into your space uh, to get you to miss out on what God is doing. Uh, and, and particularly in this day and age uh, where online worship is competing with in-person worship, uh, you tell yourself, I ain't coming this Sunday. I'll just watch it online. And you don't watch it online. Then you tell yourself, I'm going to catch up online sometime during the week. And the whole week goes, and you still don't catch up. And then you come into the next Sunday, and another word has, is, is being dropped. So you let that one go. Little did you know that it was a jigsaw puzzle of God putting various things together to bring you to a particular destination. And you start to wonder why you are not quite getting to where God wants you to get. Because you only got one piece when there were many other pieces that God was dropping all along 
along the way. That's part of the reason I'm taking you through the journey of what God did throughout the month. Hallelujah. Is anybody hear me what I'm saying? Uh, so Bishop Wayne came in and he said, count the stars. An impossible task to do because the, the, the stars are in their billions and in their zillions. How do you count the stars? Why would God tell Abraham to count the stars? Because he wanted to expand Abraham's thinking. He wanted Abraham to realize that the actual dream I'm giving you is beyond yeah, 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 your capacity to fulfill it by yourself. He told us it is out of your reach. It is out of your means. And it is beyond your years. Therefore, you are going to need God to help you to make this one come to pass. And all of a sudden, all those things that have seemed beyond our reach, beyond our means, beyond our years, have come into close proximity because of the God that is on our side. So I prophesy that that dream, that vision, that destiny that you have perceived, that God gave you a sneak preview of, is coming to pass in the name of Jesus. You are not going to be local. You are going to be global. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Come and show yeah. Woo! Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you, we bless you. All these are evidence of the shift. There is a shift. Uh, it's not the same again. Uh, we're moving from impossibility into infinite possibility. Oh, Jesus, help me. This is our month of infinite possibilities. What was impossible before is going to become possible now. Where they said there was no way, my God is going to make a way. Where they said there's a casting down, you shall be lifted up. If you believe it, come and show yeah. It's not the same. I know, I know, I know. It looks the same, but it's not the same. Uh, Jesus came to the borders of Jerusalem and looked over the city and he cried. He said, for you not know the day of your visitation because everything looked the same. Everything looked the same, but it's not the same. You woke up this morning and said, it's just another Sunday morning. Uh, it's just going to church. It's just tuning in online. Uh, you felt it was just the same, but I came to tell you it's not the same. It might look the same, but it's not the same. Uh, you are in the same Sunday service, right? You are in the same uh, Diamond Arena Hall, right? You are the same trappings, the same good music and great worship. Uh, the same, in fact, some of us are sitting exactly where we would normally sit. So it's the same. Uh, but I came to tell you, it's not the same. It seems like the same prayers, but it's not the same. The same worship, but it's not the same. The same order of service, but it's not the same. The same you, 
It's not the same, the same me. It's not the same. Something has shifted. Something has changed. Somebody said, what has changed? Uh, why do you have the audacity to say it's not the same? That things have changed. Well, Psalms 102 and verse 13 says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. Let me tell you what has changed. The time has changed. Now we're stepping into the set time, the appointed time. If you believe me what I'm saying, come and shout yes. It's your set time for favor. It's your first set time for lifting. It's your set time for miracle signs and wonders. Oh, can I, can I take it home and talk about myself just a little bit this Sunday morning? Ah, you better hear me and hear me good. I might look the same. <laughs> I might talk the same. I might walk the same. I might smell the same. But brethren, I'm not the same. <laughs> Something has shifted. There's a new anointing on my life. There's a new grace upon my life. And the anointing is not for me. The anointing is for you. I'm not the same. I'm not going to suffer that devil any space in my arena. I'm not going to suffer that demon any space in this house. I'm not the same. I might be gentle. I might be polite. But I'm also a warrior. And I'm not warring for victory as much as I am warring from victory. We've already got the victory in Christ Jesus. If you believe me what I'm saying, pastor is not the same. Come on, shout yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry, sorry, we are entering to a season where I might open eye for you. D just know that I'm not the same. Some of you don't understand what open eye is. If you start to walk funny, I will tell you. I'll say, this, this is not right. This is not excellence. This is not who we are. Stop it. I've been polite. I've been gentle. But I'm not the same. If something is out of order, I'm going to tell you it's out of order. Because in the house of God, there has to be order for the glory of God to be fully manifest. If you believe me what I'm saying, if you agree with the word, come and shout yeah! But it's not just me that's not the same. I didn't really come to preach about myself this Sunday morning. I really came to talk to you and to let you know that you are not the same. 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 I came to wake you up. I came to, came to get you to realize that you are not the same. Our pilot's text said that if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Now, the challenge is, it happened so fast that you, to a large degree, are ignorant of what has taken place. So you continue to behave 
like you used to behave, not knowing that you are no longer that person. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. That was then, this is now. Uh, you need to wake up. I came to give you some light uh, to cause you to realize that you are not the same. You are a new creation, a totally new creation that never existed before. This is not behavior modification. This is not religious dogma. This is a total transformation. You are free from your past. Oh, Jesus. You, we need to get this straight. We need to get this clear because we, we preach some gospels that seem to make our transformation simply some form of reformation. Uh, a bit of the trappings of the past are still captured in the new. But that's not what took place at salvation. What took place at salvation was a total transformation, a total change. Uh, and so because of this lack of understanding, we think that we can still labor over curses that were released upon our family, our lineage, our background, or whatever it is. And sometimes we build whole doctrine around that ideology. But that ideology only thrives because of ignorance. Oh, Jesus. Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 2 says that um, a curse, causeless, shall not come. Okay, so the only way a curse can come, the only way a curse can legitimately operate in your life is that there must be a cause. Something must have been done that attracted the curse. If nothing was done that attracted the curse, then the curse has no legitimacy to come or to stay upon you. Oh, you know how those diabolical people do when they want to curse? Uh, they look for a contact point, something to be a premise for their curse. Uh, uh, yeah. I, uh, do, do, do you know, do you know, all of you are behaving so holy, like you've never seen these things, even in movies before, how they, you, you come to the witch doctor, and the witch doctor says, go and get me something from that person, something from his body, uh, get a, a strand of his hair, because they are looking for something that they can connect the curse uh, to, uh, to make the curse uh, legitimate. Uh, and so, uh, some of us, us feel uh, that the things I'm struggling in in my life uh, is because of something that my great-great-grandfather did, uh, the th something that my grandfather did, uh, something that my father did uh, that attracted a curse, uh, and that's the curse that I'm fighting with. Uh, and they've convinced you uh, that because there seems to be so many people in your family that are alien from the same thing, uh, therefore it must be authentic. Uh, but they didn't read uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 uh, and verse 17. It says, if any man be in Christ Jesus. He's a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Don't you understand? You are born again. You are a new creation. So therefore, it doesn't matter what curse was in your grandfather's house, in your grandmother's house, in your lineage or your genealogy. You are no longer of that line. 
You are now under the line of Christ. And in the line of Christ, there isn't a curse. There's only a blessing. We cancel every illegitimate curse that you have been laboring under. We cancel it. We expose it. We remove it today. In the name of Jesus. It's not the same, it's not the same. You are not the same. Stop behaving like you are the same. Stop behaving like nothing has changed. Something has changed. You are not the same. When you step into your office uh, tomorrow, or maybe you are working remotely and it's online, they might see you through the screen or see you in person, and they'll think they are looking at the same person. But I came to tell you, it's not the same. You might look the same but you are not the same uh, am I talking to anybody I might look the same but I'm not the same hallelujah and the more I renew my mind to the fact that I have been recreated a new creation uh, the more I am not conformed to this world but I am transformed by the renewal of my mind the more the, it changes it shows up my confidence, my audacity, my authority. It changes because now I don't just know whose I am, I also know who I am. I'm not the same. Is there anybody under the sound of my voice that is convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are not the same? Come on, go ahead and give God the glory. You are not the same. You're not defined by your situations. You're not defined by your circumstance. You're not defined by what you're going through. You're not defined by the rejection. You're not defined by whatever it is that happening in, in your life. You are not the same. You are a king and you are a priest. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not belief. If you believe it, come and show you. Hallelujah. Somebody rejoice. Somebody rejoice. This Sunday morning, come on, rejoice. Bless the Lord. I am not the same. I am not the same. Come on, come on. I am not the same. Let's take a praise break and praise God for new creation realities that we are recreated in the image and in the likeness of our God. Come on, bless him this Sunday morning. Come on, give him the Give him the praise. Lift up his holy name. I am not the same. You are not the same. We are not the same. Come on. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Woo. I am not the same. I am not the same. I might look the same, but I'm not the same. I might still be talking the same, but I'm not the same. I might be walking the same, but I'm not the same. I, everything is about to change. Everything is about to shift. The yoke is destroyed. The burden is lifted. Come on, give God the praise. Hey, 
I am not the same. Oh, thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. Woo! We hope you've enjoyed this uplifting sermon from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. We hope you've been informed and inspired. Join us for services every Wednesday and Sunday. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at HOTR London. Also, live stream our services on YouTube at HOTR London. For more information, visit our website on HOTR.org.uk.